Hello, beautiful ladies, and welcome to Displaying Your Inner Beauty on the Outside, the podcast about navigating life through the lens of fashion. I'm your host and styling consult, VLR Stylist, and it is July. Oh my goodness gracious, I cannot believe it is already July. Like, I feel like this year has just flown by. We're already halfway through. That's wild. So we're going to continue our conversation about modesty as it pertains to dressing for a holiday. Now, for those of you who don't live in the U.S., this Tuesday is the 4th of July, is Independence Day in the United States. And so today's episode is going to be about how we can maintain the modesty that we've decided for ourselves while being festive and participating in such a fun holiday. So if you are enjoying all of these deep dives into fashion and the different aspects of life and how fashion fits into that, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and on Pinterest. And for those of you who are listening on YouTube, smash that subscribe button, hit the bell notification so that way you know whenever I post a shorts or I post a new podcast episode. And for everyone else who is listening on different podcasting streaming sites, feel free to follow and subscribe on that as well so you can stay updated when I post a new episode. All right, let's dive in. Have you ever felt like festive colors are not really your thing? You know, you go to different events, different festivities, different holiday events, different parties, and they have a color steam going on, or there's like a traditional color palette that you should go with when you attend these events. But maybe for you, you just think to yourself, you know what? I don't like that. This is not my definition of modesty. My definition of modesty is colors that are a little bit more muted to something a little bit more dull. I really don't want the colors that I'm wearing to just be the center of attention. I want people to know me for me. When dressing for a holiday or for a special event and you want to keep your colors a little bit more muted so that way the focus isn't necessarily on your clothes but on yourself, what you're going to do is utilize those festive colors as a pop rather than the center. Stereotypically speaking, when people dress for holidays, the colors are bold and loud and everybody knows exactly where you're going and what you're doing. But if you're wanting to focus more on using it as a pop, you're going to center your colors around neutrals. Basically, you want to wear nothing but neutrals with a singular colored item. For this example, we're going to focus on the red, white, and blue because this is the 4th of July episode. So let's say you're that person who wants to keep their colors a little bit more muted, a little bit more dull, something not too bold and exaggerated, but you still want to dress up for the holiday. You want to celebrate. You want to participate. The first thing you're going to do is find a neutral that you really resonate with. Some people prefer more darker neutrals, your grays and blacks. Others prefer more bright neutrals, taupes, whites, and tans. For this example, we're going to look at the taupes, whites, and tans. The first thing you're going to do is find a pair of pants or a skirt in that color. For this example, we are going to style a pair of taupe colored linen pants. Very breezy, super comfortable, and perfect if you were going to an event that happens to be outside and you don't want to be eaten by mosquitoes. Now that we have our pants, the next thing we're going to do is look for a top that has the colors that we want to wear for this event something that has red, white, or blue in it, 
If you can find a top that has all three, oh my goodness, that's even better. But we're going to try to find a top that has those colors in it. Now, when we're looking for this, that does not mean we're looking for a top that is solid red. We're also not looking for a top that's solid blue, nor do we want one that's solid white. Ideally, we want to try to find a top that has all of those colors in it, but a little less bold. Your graphic tees would be a great example of this. Stripes, polka dots, plaid, any kind of print that happens to have red, white, blue, or all three would be ideal here. Now we're going to take our color top and we're going to pair it with our neutral pants. When it comes to the accessories for this outfit, we're going to keep it pretty simple. Gold, silver, white. Those are the kinds of things we're looking for when it comes to accessorizing. Now I will say because we're wearing more light colored pants, such as your taupes, whites, and tans, I would stick to more of the soft golds. Maybe not rose gold, like a soft yellow gold would be really nice with this. If you want to go with silver, I would encourage you choosing a silver that's not as thick in the width of those items. So let's say you're wearing hooped earrings, you're going to want a thinner metal rather than a thicker one, just because the silver may not go with what we're putting together. The last thing we're going to need for our outfit is the shoes. So like I said, we're keeping to a very neutral color palette. We're utilizing the festive colors as a pop, not as the focal point. And so our shoes need to reflect that as well. Since our pants are in the taupe, tan, and white family, our shoes should also be either taupe, tan, or white. If you want to spruce it up a little bit and bring in more of those festive colors, in this example for the 4th of July, opt for a pair of white shoes. These will bring in that white element from the red, white, and blue without being too much and still maintaining that level of color modesty that we've talked about in the past. Okay, so maybe you're thinking, well, I would really like to wear the colors of the festivities I'm going to. I just don't want to wear the super bright versions of those colors. That's not to worry. We can absolutely work with that. If you have the time to go shopping, I would highly recommend finding red, white, or blue that is more pastel or that is overlaid with white, tan, or taupe. There are lots of really interesting pieces on the market right now that have a lot of fun layering components to it that are not hot. They'll keep you nice and cool, but they are going to dilute the colors because they are layered under something else. But let's say, you know what, you don't have time to go shopping. Your party is tomorrow and you have to work with what you've got. All right. No problem at all. The first thing you're going to do is pull out every single item that you own that is red, white, and or blue. <laughs> Once you have those pieces laid out, put them together and decide which outfit you really like and which outfit you're just like, ooh, no, we're not doing that. Once you've got your outfits figured out and ready to go, now we're going to talk about combining them in a way that keeps the colors nice and bold where you can see them, but not so bold that it's overpowering your look. For example, let's say you have a red tank top, you've got a really cute white v-neck tee, and you have some shorts, denim shorts. Everyone loves a good pair of denim shorts, right? What you're going to do is you're going to layer your white tee over your red tank. Because white t-shirts tend to be a bit see-through, your red tank top is going to show through your shirt, diluting that red tank, but still giving you the red, white, and blue aesthetic that you're wanting. Another option is to do this with a darker color t-shirt. 
let's say you have a blue one. Let's say you have a blue shirt and you have a red tank or a red sports bra and white shorts. Same principle. The only difference is you're going to tie your t-shirt so that way the red is showing through on the bottom. Another option is to just layer the tank and the tees together and then tie them together as a unit. This way you've got two different colors going on to create a whole new shirt. Either way, when it comes to diluting festive colors, it's really truly going to be in the fabrication of this one. You're really going to wanna to try to find some pieces that are basically see-through that you can wear over top of the colors that you're trying to dilute. Now this doesn't mean that you need to layer cotton on cotton on cotton. You will absolutely melt if we do that. But what you are wanting to do is find something that's pretty lightweight and pretty see-through. I highly recommend a very light sheer linen especially in the summertime, wearing that t-shirt or that tank top over the colors that you're trying to dilute would look super fabulous. And it creates a whole new trend and a whole new shirt or pants than the one that you originally bought. The last tip I have for you when it comes to being festive without being festive is to wear festive prints, not festive colors. This will give you the freedom to mix and match with the colors that you want to wear while also being a part of the festivities and still dressing for the holiday or party you're going to. In this example, we're going to continue looking at our red, white, and blue or 4th of July theme. Now, generally speaking, in the U.S., when people are celebrating the 4th of July, yes, we stick to the red, white, and blue colors, but we also wear lots of stars and stripes. Again, basically wearing the American flag. So in this case, instead of wearing red, white, and blue, we're going to look for something that is stars and something with stripes. A really fun combination would be to do a pair of shorts that have a star pattern to it with a top that is vertical stripes in a neutral color, black and white, white and tan, etc. The goal is to bring in the aspects of prints without overpowering your look. The fun thing about choosing neutral prints is that you get to be a part of the festivities without going overboard with colors. So if you're wanting to go with that route, I highly recommend looking into one print that really resonates with the theme you're going with and one solid that is a simple and diluted version of the color you're wanting to go with. Let me explain. Let's say you decide I want to wear stars. I'm going to a 4th of July party and I really want to hone in on that star game. All right, no big deal. You find a pair of shorts that you really love that happen to be with stars all over them. They're printed a blue pair of shorts with stars. Now you're going to choose a top. Let's go with a red one. And just like how we talked about in the last section, you're going to overlay it with a see-through white top, thus diluting that red top. The diluted red top, along with your star printed shorts, are the perfect combination to show that you are being festive without being overpowered by the colors or wearing too many prints. It is the perfect balance of both worlds, being able to be a part of the festivities without being too bold. One of the things I love about dressing festive without being festive is that you can apply these tips, tricks, and theories to literally any holiday, any party, and any occasion. But you know what, I get it. Sometimes we need a little extra help and we want someone to focus on what we're doing specifically rather than give us some general tips. 
Well, if that is you, feel free to visit the website in the link below to sign up for VLR Stylist and enjoy your own personal stylist who can help you put together a festive but not really festive look for whatever event, occasion, party, or holiday you just happen to be going to. The links are below. With most summer festivities come water. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It could be the 4th of July. It could be a cookout, a barbecue, somebody's birthday, somebody's getting married, somebody just got engaged, somebody's having a baby. It doesn't matter. In the summertime, there is always going to be water involved. Whether it's at a beach, a pool, or the lake, swimsuits are going to be a thing. Now, we already have been talking about modesty this entire time, and when it comes to swimsuits, that tends to be a really touchy subject. So I figured, hey, you know what? We're talking about festivities and having a lot of fun. I'm sure there has to be a way that we can maintain that level of modesty we've talked about before while still participating in the swimming fun. So the first tip I've got for you is layering your revealing swimsuits. I don't know about you, but sometimes when I go shopping, I just think, wow, these are some revealing swimsuits. If they just had something a teeny bit more modest, that would be great. I love the print, love the colors. I just really don't like being that exposed. But truthfully, layering your swimsuits might be the thing that you need to do. Now, layering swimsuits sounds utterly insane and very terrifying, I know, but believe me, there is a way to do it. Aside from your traditional cover-ups, which are absolutely fabulous, don't get me wrong, I love myself a great cover-up. It's amazing to put on when you're walking to and from the beach, when you're walking to and from the pool, maybe you just need to run in the house really quick to grab a snack and you're just like, let me throw on a really cute cover-up, it's a dress, a robe, whatever. Cover-ups are great, and that's one way you can layer a more revealing swimsuit. Another option is to just mix and match more modest pieces. Let's say you are out and about shopping and you see a set that is really, really cute. The bottoms are perfect. They cover exactly what you want covered. They are fabulous, and you love every piece of it. But the top of it, the matching top is a little too revealing for your liking. However, there is another top that just happens to be in a similar color from a different set that would be perfect. Most swimsuit pieces are going to be separates, as in it's a set, but you have to buy the pieces individually. This makes for perfect mixing and matching. So what you're going to do is choose the bottom that is the most covering that makes you feel the most comfortable and you're the most yourself. Then you're going to find a top that matches it in some way. This could be matching prints. It could be matching colors. You could just dive off the deep end and just pick two neutral colored ones and call it a day. Whatever makes you happy, I highly recommend mixing and matching different swimsuits to create that level of modesty that you wouldn't otherwise get if you bought the set by itself. Lastly, there's the option to just not do swimsuits. I mean, think about it. Yes, we want to participate in the festivities, and yes, it would be really fun, but the truth of the matter is sometimes we just don't want to get wet. Sometimes it's more fun to just enjoy dressing in the festive colors and participating in the games and eating all of the food while dipping your feet in the lake, on the beach, in the pond, in the pool. You don't have to wear a swimsuit if you don't want to. It is perfectly okay to show up in your normal festive clothes and dip your little toes into the pool and enjoy the festivities. Don't ever feel pressured to jump into a body of water if you really don't want to. 
Alrighty, our last topic is going to be being festive with accessories. Now this one is my personal favorite. For me, I am more of a neutral. I do enjoy an occasional colored item, maybe some kind of bold print every now and again. But at the end of the day, you will see me rocking all of the neutrals with very fun accessories. So this particular topic is one of my personal favorites and I'm super excited to share some of my tips and tricks with you for this one. So the first step is to look at jewelry. Now, usually when we talk about accessories, jewelry is the first thing that people go to. Like, oh, I'm trying to dress for this specific event or I'm going to this party or I need this color. Let me find a pair of earrings, a bracelet, a necklace, something to that tune. Jewelry is super easy to work with. And honestly, you can mix and match so many different pieces. You can even rewear those pieces of jewelry for another occasion. Let's say you have something that you love for the 4th of July. You have the cutest pair of red earrings you found in matching blue and white and red bracelet and your best friend gave you a red necklace as well. All of those pieces work perfect for your 4th of July outfit. You know what else they work great for? Christmas. That's right. You could totally wear those same red pieces during Christmas time. So when it comes to jewelry, the bigger, the better, the bolder, the louder, whatever you want to do, jewelry is the perfect way to add those pop elements to add those festive colors without going overboard if you want to keep more neutral tones. The second one is going to be hats and handbags. Now, I know my girlies out there who love a good handbag. And truthfully, accessorizing with a handbag is really going to bring your look together. Depending on which kind of handbag you get, you can change the entire aesthetic and entire vibe of your whole outfit. Maybe you opt for more neutral, more simplistic kind of tone, something a little bit more laid back. Your crossbodies, smaller handbags would be perfect for this. Maybe you want to make a statement and you're like, hey, I am here to party for the 4th of July. Let's go. Then you might choose a very large tote bag. You might choose a backpack. Regardless of what statement you're trying to make, utilizing a handbag would be perfect for that. And similarly, hats are the same way. Hats and hair accessories do the same thing. Maybe you want to be that girl. You know, you know that girl. Maybe you want to be her. So you opt for hair pieces that have that classy, chic kind of vibe to them. Maybe you're wanting to be more fun and festive. So you opt for hair accessories that are very loud and bold. I mean, I'm talking, you've got fireworks coming out of your hair, level of loud and bold. Or maybe you're just thinking, you know what, I want to keep to that simplistic vibe we've got going on. I love my neutrals and I want my hair pieces to match it. Let's add just a little bit of red, a little bit of white, and a little bit of blue. You can absolutely do that as well. Hair pieces and handbags can completely change the dynamic of your outfit. And they can add that extra pop that you're wanting for your festive look without going overboard as well. Lastly, fancy footwear. Fancy footwear is just, is amazing. Whatever shoes you choose to wear can really make or break your outfit. It really can. Let's say you decide, you know what, I'm going to go neutral. I don't want to wear any colors at all. I'm going to wear black and white for this party, except for with my shoes. I will find the biggest, boldest, reddest pair of shoes I could possibly find in the world. And that is going to be my statement color. I say go for it, girl. Live your best life. Let's do it. Utilizing your footwear to bring your look together is one of the most fun ways you can create an outfit. 
Their sky is a limit when it comes to footwear. You could go with tennis shoes, you could go with flats, you could go with heels, wedges, stilettos, you could wear boots if you want to, sandals, it doesn't matter. Whatever you're wanting to do, if you want to bring your look together, your shoes are absolutely going to do it for you. And plus, if you're missing that element, if you're missing that festive color that you're wanting to incorporate in your look, your shoes here are absolutely your best bet. You can quickly run to a store and grab a pair of red heels. You can grab a pair of white wedges. You could grab some blue tennis shoes. There are so many styles, so many colors that you can pick from that can really bring your entire look together. Just because it's a holiday doesn't mean you have to compromise what your definition of modesty is. I really hope that today's episodes really inspired you to find a look that really encompasses who you are while still being able to participate in the festivities. Just remember that whatever you decide to wear needs to be authentic to you, needs to make you feel comfortable, and still maintain that level of modesty that you've decided for yourself. I really hope that you guys have enjoyed today's topic. I know I did. I would love to see you and hear all about the different ways you guys are incorporating that definition of modesty you've set for yourself during a festive holiday. In the U.S., the 4th of July is this week, but all over the world, I know there are different things going on in your culture and in your country. So drop a comment below and let me know how you are maintaining your definition of modesty, even though it's a holiday, a party or a festivity. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and on Pinterest, as well as smash the subscribe button so that way you do not miss when we post the next episode. I am really excited about the next one because it's all about modestly dressing prints, which is very interesting. It's something that not a lot of people talk about because it's a very strange concept, but I promise it will be very interesting and you're going to learn a lot. Anyways, I will see you beautiful ladies in the next episode. Have a good one.